Welcome back to another episode of Crossing Broadcast. I'm Kyle, and we have a great episode for you today. We have two Philly area comedians from the That Rules podcast joining me to talk about Championship Weekend, the Eagles hiring Kellen Moore, and Joel and B ducking Denver fans again. Let's bring on two handsome idiots, Matt Peoples and John Montague. What's up, guys? How are you? What's going on, on man? Montague, did you put the uh, the Montague spelling phonetically for me? Because I can't yeah. have Montague or Montague. Yeah, you're 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 over six at this point. So I'm gonna just I'm gonna spoon feed it to you at this point. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. How you doing, fellas? Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Thanks for having us, man. Yeah, dude. Thanks for having us on. Dude, two NFL games this weekend. One stunk. The other one was good. Patrick Mahomes back in the Super Bowl for the fourth time. Taylor Swift makes her first Super Bowl appearance. I'm sure. We're all excited about that. Are we banning? I heard they're putting we, her uh, name on the trophy, whether the Chiefs win or lose. They're going to start like a new Stanley Cup tradition and just etch Taylor's name in there for every every NFL player she takes down over the next decade. Dude, people, let her live. Like people, you look like a guy who would boycott the uh, NFL if Taylor Swift was in the Super Bowl. Are we watching or not? You got it totally backwards, dude. I'm watching it solely for T-Swift, dude. I'm trying to see my baby girl shine. She's in there with an absolute stud. I hope she, I hope they cancel the game and she just plays music for three hours straight. <laughs> <laughs> Not with that mustache. Yeah, it's pretty bad now that I'm seeing her on camera. This is a complete nightmare and a horrible decision. <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah, you got to ask backwards as Matt's hat. Yeah, what up? The, uh, the Chiefs Ravens game was so boring uh, that it put uh, that it put Jason Kelsey to sleep. It feels like which, but Johnny, you're the only uh, you're the only dad on the program. This is a is a huge dad move i've never been i've never felt more represented in the media than jason kelsey taking a little snappy a little sneaky sleepy snappy poo if you want to say in the in the booth there he just shut off for a couple minutes that's not a big deal yeah you gotta catch do that sometimes quarter, catch the first quarter fall asleep during the second and third wake up just in time to catch the end of the game good sunday activity usually reserved <laughs> for uh for golf and everything um but yeah i mean how are we feeling about uh about the chiefs Versus 49ers Super Bowl matchup. What a complete nightmare, huh? Like, literally, <laughs> I don't know that you can pick a worse uh, matchup. Dude, the entire week I was praying to the Lord above, a.k.a. Lamar Jackson, to just do something. Just to – and you kind of felt good. Like, that first half, like, that self-pass, I was like, that doesn't happen in a loss, dude. That's got to be – that's got to be a good sign. Then the rest of the game, just, like, the fumble in the end zone, it just a complete – you know, the Pat Mahomes calls that he gets for the late hit stuff. Like, it was just textbooks the entire time, literally. Johnny, how you feeling? Uh, I'm a big uh, – Ravens are my – I'd say they're my third favorite team in the NFL. So, as soon as the Eagles are out, I go Bills. As soon as the Bills are out, I'll go Ravens. Okay. I guess I'm rooting for the Lions now. But I don't know. I, I love the city of Balmer, and – I want to see them take another championship outside of the Flacco era. And uh, I don't know if and when that's going to happen, especially if they keep playing the the sweethearts of the league to try to get into the Super Bowl. I don't know. True, dude. Yeah. Baltimore was like the uh, kindred spirit because they got the same accents as the, the Philly accent. They're like one with oh, us. Oh, yeah. It's the same people, dude. Our water just flows down to them. They're drinking our runoff, dude. They're It's Philly. It's the suburbs of Philly, essentially. It's all the same water, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I feel. I guess I got to now root for the – you have to root for the Chiefs because Brock Purdy's playing with a horseshoe up his ass right now, and it's it's yeah. getting out of control. It's getting annoying. It's like Joseph Gordon-Levitt right now in Angels in the Outfield. 
when his dad abandons him and he's saying, hey, when are we when are we ever going to become a family again? And he's like, well, maybe when the Angels win the pennant and then the Angels go and win the pennant due to the fact that they're the Angels in the end. Do they ever cut back to the dad in that scene? Do they ever I don't go think back to that? Because you, I want them to just cut back to the dad in the dive bar and he's like, fuck, I told my kid if they won. Oh, sorry, I can't curse on here, right? <laughs> yeah, you can. No, you can. You can curse. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I told it's my YouTube, kid if they Johnny. won, I'd finally, I'd finally raise him. <laughs> I was never banking on it. You can do that with the current Angels, too. <laughs> oh, shit, now I got to pay for school. Yeah, now's the time to bank on the Angels not winning a pennant. <laughs> Pe- uh, Peoples, you were, I think, seven when Andy Reid left in 2012. That's exactly um, right, yeah. Do you regret him uh, him leaving now that uh, he's making his uh, fourth Super Bowl appearance as a uh, as a chief? Yeah, you got to – dude, you got to miss him a little bit. It's actually kind of funny. The place I work at, the uh, one of our big bosses was leaving, and he was like a Kansas City Chief fan. So they got a cameo from Andy Reid. And, like, you know, they kind of, like, mail it in where it's usually – like they'll get on there and they'll just be like, hey, you know, happy birthday. I hope everything is going well. Dude, Andy Reid dropped a six-minute-long cameo. Just like I don't think Andy Reid's on cameo, bro. Bro, I swear to God, look it up. A Reid is on there. And I got a six-minute video to prove it. They got a video of Randy Reid. He's just his cousin. (laughs) Dude, it was he was like, I'm out here grilling. I guys, I'm having a great time. I hit the hit the links earlier today. Like literally, he just nonstop. And like everybody's sitting there watching. We're in a big auditorium, kind of like, all right, he's gotta wrap this one up. So A Reid. People's got his dad a, a cameo of Elvis and thinks it's the real Elvis for Christmas. <laughs> it is, dude. He's still with us. <laughs> there is no doubt. His name's almost, almost Andy Reid. Yeah, almost Andy Reid. Your boss got almost Andy Reid. There's no God doubt. Damn, I thought it was real. <laughs> Even that guy was just stoked to have somebody finally book him. He was like, I mean, hon, I'm, cancel our afternoon plans. I finally got a cameo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Andy Reid in between crushing film. He's, he's making six-minute cameos right now. I'm genuinely embarrassed. I thought that was real the whole time. I was Johnny, how do you feel about uh, how do you feel about Andy Reid going to the Super Bowl? Like, does it does it make your blood boil? What makes your blood boil more? Watching Taylor Swift come on your TV for half a second, or because uh, Andy Reid is going to the Super Bowl? I'm over that because the the cuts to the to Taylor Swift are fun now to see what everyone's doing around her. You just watch everyone in her orbit wait on her hand and foot, and then you see Kelsey sleeping nine feet behind her. Just half a shirt on, full load. Like, just he's, he's loaded to the T's. I don't know what I'm talking about. It is a perfect um, white trash, like, family dynamic in that suite. Oh, he's Ohio through and through. I've never been to Ohio, but I assume it's just a state full of the Kelseys. It's just Wigger brothers and then, like, old, like, woodsman-looking brothers that can just put back an entire 30-pack, but then also go run, like, a 40 and smoke everyone in town. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone gets out of Ohio, right? That's the big thing. Like, there's a lot of, like, I think it's been the most presidents have come from Ohio, right? Stuff like that. It's like, everyone gets out at 19. I mean, good on Travis Kelsey for pulling Taylor Swift, for pulling Pennsylvania trash is how I look at it. (laughs) (laughs) One on looks. What were your, uh, what were you guys, what were you guys thoughts from, from the NFL weekend? What was, uh, what was your big hot take? What was your big takeaway? It's tough for me with the uh, not knowing enough about like the Niners. Like I, I follow the Eagles. I'll follow the, you know, NFL throughout the year, but not know enough about the Niners or the Chiefs. I just go back to like those teams when I was a kid. So in my mind, it's Steve Young and Jerry Rice going out there against Joe Montana and his late Chiefs era in the Super Bowl. So that's I think the only reason I I want the Niners to win at this point. 
What? Also, some guy keeps bullying me in my DM. So just to keep that guy happy. It's two years in a row. <laughs> Wait, there's a there's a there's a 49ers fan that's bullying you in your DMs. And I didn't hear from him. I last year I posted <laughs> something about the Eagles and he just like started talking shit. But then he was like liking different stand-up videos and like commenting on stuff and messaging me. Didn't hear from him for a whole year. And then as soon as the Eagles lost, he was like, What's up, dude? I was like, I feel like you're a dad that left and came back. This is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Peebles? What was your takeaway from this weekend? I don't know. Again, like it's it is the nightmare matchup. And it's I guess like you said, you probably have to go Chiefs just because it's like then you yeah. could be 30 years from now just hit them like your kids with like the I used to watch Pat Mahomes, I used to see all those games. But like I don't the Brock Purdy stuff, I thought I'd like him more just being like a last pick, Mr. Irrelevant dude. But there's just too many videos of him before college, before all the fame of him being a mm -hmm. normal guy that I don't like because when I see athletes looking like normal dudes, I'm like, damn, where did I screw up that I could have maybe done this? <laughs> dude, like, he looked, videos of him. He looks like the TikToks, like day in my life of like a 26 year old on Wall Street. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, every time exactly. he walks down the tunnel, it's amazing that this guy is now in the Super Bowl, a Super Bowl caliber quarterback. And I still don't want to believe that he's a Super Bowl caliber quarterback because I hate his guts. I, I hate him. He's playing, like yeah. I said, he's playing with a horseshoe up his ass. They throw the ball 51 yards. It bounces off a Lions player's face, Mac, falls it falls into the guy's, um, falls into the you guy's don't think hand. That was, the you don't think that was scripted? That they wasn't scripted. They yeah, they don't run the old face mask uh, switcheroo. Yeah. And then the guy gives an interview who caught it after the game and is like, yeah, ladybug fell on my shoe before the game. Oh and I think God. that's like, now God is interfering in my sports. No, I think that's the opposite. I think that is the NFL's leniency on drugs this year. They're just like, he's like, yeah, and the ladybug fell on my foot. I saw a picture, a depiction of Jesus in the clouds. It was pretty incredible. True. Just also just picturing like a 10, six foot five, 300 pound dudes being like, yo, a lady in there, man. Yeah. You're going to have a great game. <laughs> One of them's bending over to pick up a penny and he's like, is it heads up? Is it heads up? <laughs> People's uh, going back to the Baltimore game for a second. Um, I know you're a big Sixers fan. Your boy MB was getting cooked last night with the Lamar allegations. That Lamar yeah. is, is is basically the Joel Embiid of the uh, of the NFL. There are photoshops and everything. I mean, he's <laughs> he's struggling with the uh, with the allegations. Can you defend your boy? How are you going to defend your boy on this one? Look, first and foremost, I don't know how, but somehow that's got to be racist. Second, <laughs> <laughs> and you dude, are the, I, you're the authority to call that too. I'm um, the arbiter. Yes, that's me, dude. Uh, doctor diagnosis, but I. Uh, I think it's – I was defending it. Like, nah, dude, you just – you find a talented athlete who just underperforms in the playoffs, you know, and Joel's got this and that. And uh, I was starting to talk up Joel, and then it's like, yeah, but Lamar made it to a conference finals. So Joel's actually not even that good of a comparison because he's, like, not as successful. And that kind of hit home, and I was like, oh, that's somehow worse. Well, maybe this means this year that it's Joel's year. Joel's year to get to the third – get to the third round. I mean, Doc Rivers is is the coach last time I checked of the Milwaukee Bucks who they will face in the second round. So this is the oh, best God. time whether than ever then uh that uh that Joel Embiid and the Sixers could get to the third round. Which but like if he did what Lamar did, obviously like Lamar had a pretty horrific game. Like it was not not horrific, but it was not his best showing. If Joel did that in like lost in five games, kind of flamed out in the conference finals. Dude, they won the championship to me. That's fine. That way we can get rid of the whole he can't get out of the second round narrative and I could sleep at night again. I could live with this. 
Do you think he'll go the same like, path uh, with the self-pass and Joel's just throwing himself alley-oops now? He did. He does it, dude. Tossing him off the backboard himself all, all that day. Is, <laughs> that is legal in the uh, in the NBA. Yeah. Oh, true. I say let it rip, dude. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that, honestly, the, the comparisons are pretty accurate, but I don't know. That maybe hurt maybe that, that hurts you to say. It really makes me want to throw up right now. I might have to do a quick All you want is your boy just to get past the third round. For the love of God, dude, just play good in the second round. I'm not even worried about making a pass there. Play good for like five games in the second round and don't get the shits. That's been the that's been the thing. It's either the knee or the ankle, or literally he's having the shits, which I didn't even know that's a thing that somebody that's all have. Your your intestines have to be long enough that it doesn't give you any kind of gastroenteritis. I don't know. I think as an aging gentleman, I think you'll start to hit it soon. Once you get after 30, you can fully blame canceling something on having to poop. Like you're you're True. just like clear my schedule for a day and a half. I got to take You'll care of this. plans because you might have to just a oh. shit might just come up. It's such a glorious thing to text somebody, <laughs> and especially because I can just lean on like ah oh, my kid's sick. Meanwhile, I'm just on the toilet, just half a spinach shake in, just ripping. <laughs> Quick flex with the spinach shake. All right, dude. <laughs> yeah, Who are you get trying it. to impress right now? Spinach shake <laughs> with a cold brew poured in it, baby. That is the formula for your your canceled a couple meetings that morning. Oh my god, a cold brew with a spinach shake. I blend them together too, baby. I'm getting I'm getting weird over here. I'm like a I'm like an alchemist in the kitchen now. Dude, speaking of thrones, um Madonna came in last week, was uh playing the Wells Fargo Center. She went into the, one of the locker rooms and made them reinstall a to- a new toilet and a new carpet for only one day. That's awesome. That's queen that shit. That is pretty right awesome. There. Like, no that way. means that there's a good chance that the old carpet's just balled up in a dumpster outside of uh, the Wells Fargo Center. Can we go grab one and get a visiting locker room carpet that for is our podcast, of- Matt? I think that's a good idea. We'll I would absolutely do that. <laughs> yeah, let it rip. I wish I could one day have enough pool that I could just go and do give my rider and be like, hey, I'm going to need a new toilet everywhere that I go. Oh, I only yeah. need my ass to be sitting on this throne. Have you ever heard of uh, like Tiger's Rider? No, Tiger Woods, like he goes. I remember when uh, the U.S. Open was at Marion. Uh, a lot of the players just rented mansions from people up there in the yeah. main line, and they said that like a tractor trailer just pulled up, and it was like, like a custom fit Tempur Pedic bed, all these like crazy amenities that he loaded into the house for just a weekend. But it's like, yeah, you're the highest caliber athlete of all time. Some would argue in that sport. I think it's okay that you drag a Tempur Pedic around around the country with you and. Maybe a bidet. I, I would have to have my bidet at least, you know. Isn't there some the irony in it that that guy gets a fully furnished mansion and then he just screws Denny wait, Denny's waitresses? Oh, yeah. Let's not put that smut on his name. It was a Perkins waitress, my friend, okay? <laughs> let's, you know, if you're going to attack a man, do it accurately. I, I mean, it's kind of ironic there that like, hey, I'm living in this life of luxury and comfortability, and then I'm going to go screw someone after my Grand Slam. Yeah, him him just walking around and giving some Perkins waitress from Delco the tour of his Marion uh, mansion. He's like, yeah, and I don't know what's in this room. I have no clue what's over there. Here's my Tempur-Pedic that we're going to go on for the next 12 minutes, and then you're probably going to get out of here. Like, <laughs> 12 minutes, dude. You wish. Tiger's an in-and-out guy, dude. He's got to start drinking. He's like a minute and a half, and he's like, you got to go. It takes her two minutes no. to get out of the Tempur-Pedic, dude. She's stuck in there. The the tough part is he can't finish until somebody in the gallery goes, let's go, Tiger! <laughs> well, it seems like we have something in common then. Someone's got to also scream, get in the hole, and he's like, oh, right, sorry, too oh, much yeah. foreplay. 
<laughs> so what's uh what's the Super Bowl move now? Now that now that the birds aren't in it, now that you don't really have a rooting interest in it, is it sit at home? I mean, you guys are good because you guys are two different factions of life. If it's sit at home, watch it because it's on a Sunday. Is it a Super Bowl party? Where's the Super Bowl party? What's the what's the move now? You sound like the kid that never got invited to the high school party. He's like, tell us what's the <laughs> I'll let you know. I went to a ton of Super Bowl parties. Yeah, with my parents. You're, you're my going parents to the Super Bowl probably. <laughs> I'm gonna go watch it at my friend Ron's in the basement. What's the uh, move? He's people? got a nice. He's got a nice rumpus room. It's not quite a basement, but dude, at 20, look, the move is at 27. You just go blackout somewhere, dude. And it's usually like you said, my parents' house. So maybe hit there on a Sunday, blackout, make them concerned about my well-being, and then you wrap it up from there. I won't even make it to the second half, dude, unless T-Swift somehow has a surprise performance. Then I will be firmly awake. Pop a little stimulant or something to keep that thing going. What about you, Johnny? <laughs> uh, like I said, I'm going to Ron's house. Me and Ron, I'm going to bring I'm gonna bring probably two trays of wings. I'm going to eat one of them myself. Uh, I'm going to regret that the next morning, but it's going to be a good run. Uh, and it's, it's nice to not have a dog in the fight sometimes. It is. Like, no, you can just like enjoy it. the game. I don't yeah. mind. Like, I'll go I'll – go, take a piss i'll leave i'll go get food like i don't care walking away from the tv when i don't have you know any stake in it it is true but i'm the i'm the i'm the guy you don't want at the uh at the Super Bowl party like i'll i'll whip the phone out for the national anthem like i'll tell everyone to be quiet to see when the first commercial is and if will it's you like, stand for the national anthem i will not stand for the national anthem not in my house. <laughs> i don't come yeah, you look like a kneeler i'm actually like a kneeler to me. The national anthem. <laughs> yeah. actually I'm, I'm kneeling who's singing it i'm yeah. kneeling who is I think it's Usher, baby. I think it's gotta be Usher, dude. Usher is not the fucking national anthem. It's these they have to show. Um, I say let it. It's gonna be better. I mean, my plans this year have to be better. Last year, I had to go do interviews on the street, little Kyle Pagan style, <laughs> as the Eagles are losing. Like we're walking up right before that holding call happens, and I'm walking onto Broad Street to interview people. Like, aren't you really sad about what just happened after you've been well, drinking for nine here's hours? Here's the kicker, Matt. How are you dressed? <laughs> well, you probably are assuming I was dressed as Ben Franklin in order to do this. So you would be exactly right. So it's whatever happens this year is far and away better than last year. Me and Craig were out on the uh, the streets the streets of Broad Street after uh, the Eagles lost too, and we actually did see the Ben Franklin uh, guy and uh, swarmed in a in a crowd of people, and it was um it was a terrible vibe. It was a very sad vibe. Um. Takes a lot of balls to go out there after the Eagles lose a uh, uh, a loss, have a loss like that in in one of the greatest Super Bowls of all time. Yeah, I yeah, wish yeah. you would have leaned into the Ben Franklin thing more, Matt. Just act like you were time travel, like tossed into this time, and you just just go out to people and be like, "Where am I? <laughs> what are all? <laughs> what is this thing pointed at me? Just at the camera? Yeah, the shittiest what if of all time. Just Ben Franklin <laughs> after a Super Bowl." Did we win? Did we win the Re- did we win the Super Bowl? No, did no, we, we win the revolution. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, dude, that's all that matters. Big Ben, what a crazy time! Yeah, I'm sorry for impeding on your turf there, dude. That's my big. Never. Uh, I wish you guys would have crossed paths. That would have been incredible. Yeah, oh, I crossed paths. Well, I saw him. I was I was fuming from ten feet, <laughs> ten feet east, ten feet due west. I was fuming. Yeah, Kyle was in a leather jacket, slicking his hair back. Like, what are you doing on this side of town? I was like, I don't know. I made a horrible mistake, dude, actually. I'm looking for a guy eating horse shit. 
That's only after we win. Did you guys um did you watch 49ers Lions game? Did you even tune into that or Matt? I, know, I did. Or... I did, but it was a background thing too. It was like I I was I was you know balancing my checkbook. I was doing all the the what have you during the game that I could aside from watching it. But you didn't watch one of the best games of the year. I watched a little bit of it. I wanted to see if Eminem walked him out of the tunnel. That would have been incredible. Yeah. Did you see that picture go viral of him flipping off the 49ers fans? Yeah. With, yeah, but his hands are in front of his face, so I still don't believe it's him. That could just be any white guy from Detroit. What do you think? That was like DeMar Hamlin when he was sitting up in the, uh, in the press box <laughs> you, after he came back. You think there's no – like, I mean, that's, have you ever seen the Stan music video? There's millions of Eminem lookalikes everywhere. I think that was Stan. You talk about the 2000 uh, MTV VMAs? Yeah, yeah. The whole gang's there. Dude, look they, at that beard. Look how – look how Look how dark that beard is, and definitely not modified by uh, just for men. Say, yeah, what is he doing? The Carlos Weezer beard is nuts, dude. That's it. Does suck though to become famous as like a bleach-haired guy, and then you're like, I gotta just do that for the rest of my life, and then <laughs> and then you lean into like your natural hair color, and everyone's like, you're a sellout, dude. <laughs> are, are people calling Eminem a sellout for getting a, a black beard and going and going out of the bleach hair role? I, I mean, am right point, now. You heard at it, one Em. point you got to kind of got to kind of grow up, right? You can't just bleach your hair for the rest of your life. You got to kind of, you know, shimmy when everyone's shaking. Yeah. Yeah, you got to grow it out. You got to embrace the gray. You got to be a little weird with it. He's always had a quite like a a tight buzz cut. I want to see Eminem with like my hair. That would be a problem. <laughs> Maybe a dreads Eminem, dude. That would be a nice move. Ooh. It goes into like the final chapter of his rap career is just reggae and it's just a total nightmare. I'm not opposed to that. I bleach wish he dreads. would just- I wish he would lean into being woke and come out as M and them. That would be amazing. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay dude. Boy. <laughs> Took him 22 minutes. We stand. I stand. Um, so you, so you, do you remember, uh, do you remember anything from the game, Johnny? Maddie, have you, did you even watch the game? I'm, I'm getting a little, I'm getting a little, uh, I'm getting a little thought that maybe you didn't even tune into the 49ers Lions game and you're on a podcast right now breaking down the NFL championship weekend. You're totally out of your stone, dude. I caught the first <laughs> quarter and then I was like, I saw the game start to get out of hand. I'm like, all right, sick. Lions are going to win. They're kind of running away with it. And then it was one of those things where I'm looking at Twitter and they're like, how is this happening? Like 27 straight points. So I tuned in to watch the very end of it just well, to that's get totally crushed. Where it's like with, with the Lions, it's like I – I'm so angry. I think I'm angry at Lions fans for being not angry at Dan Campbell. Really? Why? Because Dan Campbell should have kicked the field goal on fourth and two in the third quarter because it would have it would have um, nixed out the three points that uh, San Francisco got literally the drive before. So you're playing with a zero zero ball game. You're kicking the ball off. Totally different I situation liked at that it. point. I think they're just looking at it like if you do kick the field goal, you're just trying to lose by less. Like I think going for it, you kind of had to. They were but, up I mean, twenty-four. I, I know you didn't watch the game. I I, I know you I didn't swear. watch the game, but they were up twenty-four to ten at this point. So they would have gone <laughs> yeah, up man, twenty-seven you, to ten. You got real book report. You did it last night, energy. Yeah, you really are. You're like I think the Lions. Like the that. I am Mr. Football blue team. So here's the thing is now the commenters, sometimes they, uh, sometimes they rebel against me. Sometimes they rebel against our guests. Sometimes they rebel against me. Kicking field goals is for quitters. Well, Dan Campbell is now sitting in Cancun. And I love that people like Lions fans are like, well, we've never been there. We've, that's the furthest I've ever seen our boys go. You know, Dan Campbell, he represents us so well. Yeah. A loser. You're a loser. 
Yeah, it's the city of Detroit, uh, you know, summed up in one big thing there. It's like it it sucks, and then sometimes you go to Cancun. Yeah, and oh, his his decisions, they're so aggressive and they're so fun. Well, being aggressive and being an idiot is how you end up drinking water that's dirty for months in Michigan. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> you're getting out here, dude? You're hitting no. the flip comparison? Like, yeah. Like, the, the, <laughs> For for a city with a history of bailouts, like Dan Campbell should have never let the 49ers back into the game last night. Like, this is the representation of Detroit. This is why you will never matter. And I'm allowed to say this because we won in 2018 and we were a bunch of losers before then. But <laughs> I don't I'm know. still I like sour it. about the Red Wings beating the Flyers. What was that, 95 in the cup? Like, I'm still sour about that. So, I, I mean, know. they're never going to get back. Dan Campbell will never get back to the NFC championship ever. That was his best shot. And if you want to say, Hey, they're being aggressive, you know, that's awesome. You know, you might never get back here. So you might as well go all in. It's kind of like, uh, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have the same offensive game plan as like the longest yard, the mean machine. <laughs> like we're convict. We always go for the win. It's like, well, no, you're, you're in the NFL. You're Dan Campbell. You've probably got like the only time ever that you're going to, uh, to be in this position. So you don't think if the Lions had Tracy Morgan in drag on the sideline with pom-poms, they would have won yesterday? I, don't. I think I think they didn't go longest yard enough. I think they didn't commit. You think they should have had Goldberg, Nelly, Michael Irvin? Yeah, in there. I want, I want the whole gang. I want, Dig up Burt I want Reynolds. Sandler there. Sandler's in, in baggy shorts. Just get him on the sideline. <laughs> he got both movies. <laughs> I mean, Dan, Dan Campbell's that friend that, like, that you can't go out, you can't go out with them. You can't go out with them more than like once every couple, like six months, maybe once every year, because like you'd be dead. We all have those friends that you're like, I'd, I'd be dead if I hung out with you every week. I would be divorced, or I'd be in prison, or I'd be like, I'd be, I'd be super- divorced in prison, divorced in prison, yeah, <laughs> dead, divorced, and in prison. Yeah. Why I mean, do you I mean, say that? Like you think just as he's too much of a good hang? Too much. He's just always so locked in. He's a meathead, and I love meatheads, and I love Dan Campbell as a person. I think he's probably a great dude. He's a great um, he's a great character builder. He's a great owner of men. Like the guys love him. He's a player's coach. But like, <laughs> Careful, brother. <laughs> the hell are you talking about over there, dude? <laughs> yeah, he I believes that it was a war that mustache right now. <laughs> Dude, the you, you look like you drive a truck in strictly Alabama, Louisiana, and Texas. Dude, I'm getting what for. The comments are letting me know the stash is creeping. My boys are letting me know. This thing's gone as soon as we get off air. I'm Dude, I know you're living in an apartment. I think, you no, I think you keep, neighbor. you got to keep growing the mustache because the more you grow it, the more I can take risks with the things I do and people won't even notice. Dude, Teddy's you don't true. even understand. This is maximum growth of the mustache. This is as long and as full as it gets. So that's the worst part. I've hit max capacity. Just worst a brutal looking. I've ever seen from one of the. <laughs> it's, really, it's a problem of contrast. It's your your face skin is too close to your hair color. That's all. Dude, as a man with a blonde it. mustache, I feel you, buddy. Uh, why don't you dude. shave it on the podcast right now? Yeah, I'll, I'll do it. Go, yeah, go get something. I'll go. I'll shave it on pod right now, dude. Oh, we'll wait. All right. Let's put your lip where that razor is, dude. This is incredible. This is great podcast. Did he want a fucking like intro? I just want to see what kind of sweatpants Matt was wearing. So, would have been awesome if he had no sweatpants on. Dude, I just got back from building the church and donating to charity. Sorry, I didn't get to dressed up. Where'd you build the church at? Uh, Detroit. Yeah. (laughs) Are you ready for an old Ford plant? Go off. It's got to take five left for this one. 
the most great the most audio popular redheaded mustache since Andy Reid. Oh, wait, what a time to freeze! Wait, you froze. <laughs> this is it's, Matt. It's not recording you right now. Matt, you froze. This is incredible. There it is. Matt, you froze. <laughs> like you're literally. That was incredible, man. Did it even from, work? From the you... second you did your little twitch, like I'm about to shave it, it just froze right there. So now it just looks like it was a bad filter. You literally <laughs> just froze the entire time. It took two seconds to to shave that off. Look at that. And now I think you could be the next quarterback of the the Detroit Lions. I think I said we call up Dan Campbell, get Goff out of there. Now I just look like a giant, terrifying baby. This is even worse. <laughs> this is all bad. I got swollen face from drinking like a psycho this weekend. What do you guys? This is just bullies' time, dude. You come yeah. on, you ask me questions about football games I half watched, and then you tell me to shave my mustache. Dude, I had you booked for a week and a half, man. <laughs> you think you'd watch a football game or two? You know, when you knew you're coming on like a sports podcast. What do you want to talk about? Do you want? Do you want me to get in the Sixers? We can talk about the Sixers a little bit. How you're? I don't know. Not. Wait, I think it's good. I think you want to get guys that don't know what they're talking about. Because how many times do people call into radio shows? And, yeah, first time, long time. I think that Dan Campbell <laughs> needs to start to run the ball when he throws it more. You're like, you don't know shit either. <laughs> I'd rather have two morons talk about the game than every uncle that calls into whatever radio station in Philly. All right, don't don't be throwing my game plan out there, you know, to the masses. <laughs> yeah. all right, all right. Dude, I watched the game, but I watched I watched the Joel Duck game. What did, I mean, what did you think about that? Did Joel Duck and J- Jokic is this a real thing? Is it just like I want I want to hear about you. I mean, your boy was getting he was getting raked through the coals. He's there's going to be an investigation. They're probably going to be uh finding us now, maybe taking away a second round pick cuz Adam Adam Silver doesn't like the Sixers. I want to know what uh I want to know what you, you think. Can you can do that? Joel. I didn't know that. No, they won't do that. They only oh. did that with the tampering of uh, James Harden. They took away a second-round pick. What do you think, Manny? I don't know, dude. I mean, like, it's getting – it's one of those things – it's another thing that's just getting too hard to defend. Like, I'm sitting – I went to watch the game at a bar with my girlfriend. I talked her into it the entire week. Like, it's a big game. You're going to love it. We go to a packed bar. She hates all the noise. I'm like, it's going to be worth it. And we're sitting there, and, like, a huge graphic on the TV pops up, literally at tip-off. It's like, Joel's actually out tonight. Medical staff said that he uh, he can't go. And I just felt the the rage. You could, everybody around us started moving away because the rage was that palpable, dude. And she sat the entire game and I was like, Pat Beverly's actually an elite backup point guard. She's like, dude, I cannot stand you. Shave the mustache. Dude, there's nothing like date night talking about Patrick Beverly and KJ Martin and Paul Reed. You see this Paul Reed guy? He's the future. 30 points. 30 (laughs) points on 24 shots for Paul Reed, by the way. Shout out to Paul Reed. Any relation to Andy or not almost Andy Reed? Uh, Nobody's almost, got a great yeah. cameo. Yeah, I don't. know. I thought Paul Reed. What What if he gets sickle cell anemia? Do you want to talk about that? People forget that a lot of times yeah. players will be warming up and develop sickle cell anemia almost immediately, Ryan especially Clark. in Denver. Ryan Clark almost died. Could never play for. Could never play when uh, when the Steelers would go to um, uh, Denver. Could never play. My thoughts exactly. I mean, I think I would love to get to blame things on altitude. That would be incredible. Like actually, I gotta I gotta call it sick today, guys. The altitude is just really wearing on me, dude. It is different up there. You get drunker faster, get tired faster, you age faster. I think it's a real yeah. What's the benefit of living there? I'm not hearing any like (laughs) good drugs and uh, a peak or two to go ski on. I'm gonna say they even lost the weed thing though. Everybody else started doing it, so now they're just chopped liver. Yeah, if your drugs are good enough, dude. If your drugs are good enough, the Poconos look like Vale. True, fair. I think, it's, I think they got to move the team. 
Yeah, you think yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go rip down fucking uh, what's it, Jack Frost? <laughs> I I actually I hope that Joel Embiid never plays in Denver ever again. Why not just continue I, the bet? That's what I thought. I'm like I think at this point you cannot play because then you lose. Like you have it has yeah. to be for the next. And he needs like a LeBron length career now too. Mm-hmm. He has to play for like 24 years and never step foot in Denver ever again. Four game break between games. He's like 35 years old. He just still sits out for rest. So, yeah, he's not even like people don't even care about him anymore. And he's like, I'm still not playing. And they're like, All right, dude. I mean, we're in the middle of a nuclear war now, so we're not really worried about you. But <laughs> Taylor Swift is president. Jason Kelsey is VP. <laughs> <laughs> we're fucked. Yeah, I um, mean, the thing I don't give a shit about is like they're they're not rivals anymore. Jokic and Embiid, like they like each other. They. F- they love each other. So it kind of like yeah. took away a little bit. Stop touching your mustache. It's gone. Uh, or where your mustache used to be. <laughs> it's the graveyard, they're, not even, they're not even rivals anymore. So like, why do I care if like he plays against, he plays against Nikola Jokic. He just gave Jokic 41 two weeks before. Like are any of the top players, are any of the top players rivals anymore? I feel like everybody's friends in the NBA. And then there's just Draymond Green. Like, is there anybody that does hate each other? Luca and and Devin Booker, I don't think like each other. Okay, but it was like LeBron and Draymond for a little bit. That was a great rivalry. And then, like I think Draymond invited LeBron to his wedding. Maybe gave yeah. maybe LeBron gave him an ownership stake in his tequila company or something like that. So now it was the old like Michael Jordan, Charles Barkley. Michael Jordan used to buy him like uh, like diamond diamond bracelets or watches and stuff because then he knew he wouldn't like touch him in the NBA Finals. Like that's how calculated Michael Jordan was. It was. It's weird. But I don't think I don't think you're going to see those rivalries anymore. Like I think these guys, with how much money they're making, and they were always making crazy money. But like the idea of being mad at a guy when you're both making seventy five million dollars a year, it's it, it has to be complete fake. Like we're just forcing this, so it seems cool. Like I right. think at this point, you're never going to see these dudes like talking shit. And Jokic and Embiid too. I think it's just like, like you said, Jokic wins the title. Any game they play doesn't matter because you just have that over Joel the entire time. So I don't even think there's even a room for a rivalry anymore. But it's just, you know, he comes off scoring 70 points. And, like, you know, the last time they played, uh, Joel busted his ass. So there was a little bit of that kind of, like, at least from a recency thing, there was a little bit of that drummed up. But I think overall, I think you're right. I think it's just, like, just okay. too... So Connor says Joel hates Ben. I don't. I don't think Joel Embiid like hates anyone. I think he's just a guy who enjoys going home and just playing FIFA and just fucking around with his like kid or something like that. I don't think Joel hates anyone. I mean, Ben Simmons is coming back on Saturday. Did you know before I just told you? Yeah, dude. All he does is return. That's his big thing. Is he just comes back from things. It's like, unbelievable. He's going to be in Philadelphia on 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 Saturday, and I don't think anyone gives a shit anymore. I can't. He's wait just going to be here, seeing the sights. He's not yeah. Play. Yeah. And that's, there's a good chance that he doesn't. His back has gone to like shit. He's played like what forty games in the last two and a half seasons, like three seasons it's maybe. Nuts. Like it's over. I think he's on his last NBA contract. We're gonna start seeing those. Uh, remember the off season shooting videos? They're gonna be in like Romania now, or he's like, I'm ready to take on La Liga. It's like, all right, dude, have fun, <laughs> brother. As much as I don't like Ben Simmons, I respect that so much because everyone listening to this is neglecting work right now. Like yeah. there's so much in that where you're like, oh, you're getting paid and you don't have to do anything. That's Great incredible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I might be the biggest Ben Simmons fan in the world now. Now I think about it. Right. I am, Which, uh, yeah. I want to be the poster child for anti-work. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. The only issue is he does the anti-work, but he's he acts sexy about it. True. He's like, oh, man, I can barely get on that court out there. It's like, all right, dude. 
you gotta you gotta know you're a loser if you're gonna be the anti-work guy you gotta know that you're a loser you gotta be um i don't know name somebody who who you gotta have you gotta have more hobbies outside of the thing that you're getting paid to do that's the true way that you lean into being a loser and like a slacker is you're like, I'm just really into woodwork right now. Like, you're on the clock. It's like, yeah, but I whittled a duck, dude. Like, look. <laughs> I actually whittled my duck before I hopped on here. That's yeah. pretty, uh... <laughs> on a playground with that mustache. <laughs> dude, everybody's cool. Everybody's cool with it. We're all copacetic. <laughs> you're allowed back is... within 200 feet now? <laughs> no, the Ben stuff, dude. And he's also, he's like a video game nerd, too. Like, he really has mm-hmm. all the makings to just be like a likable scumbag. He's just too sexy about it. Uh, how you feeling about the boys? How you feeling about the Sixers? Are you uh, are you ready to buy in? I don't know, dude. Give me Alex Caruso and Demar Derozan, and I might just be back in. I think if we get, I mean, I need like, I mean, Demar Derozan. I yeah, I need a horrific looking white dude and a cool black dude, and I'm back in a hundred percent. I just think the formula, yeah, that's yeah, true. It's it's every comedy that I loved from the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> well, except exactly. rush hour was an Asian guy, but you get it. Like same, yeah. same formula. Maybe we'll package Jeremy Lin. <laughs> Jeremy Lin's still playing. We'll put Jeremy Lin in there with the uh, Alice Caruso and DeMar DeRozan package. And we'll be ready to go. Let's do it. I'm all He's in. No, there. but I think they look good, dude. I think they look really good. And they're like losing your second best player. And then still being one of the top three teams in the East. Like obviously Joel's going nuts and Tyrese. Although I'm starting to get a little nervous about Tyrese. The uh, three-point percentage is dropping, and he looks just Uh-oh. fucking tired, dude. Fraud alert? Are you putting Tyrese Maxey on fraud alert? I'm not putting him on fraud alert. I would never do that to my sweet baby boy. But I will say maybe I'm putting him on time for a nap alert. Maybe it's time we put him in the crib, tuck him in. I respect yeah. that. Quiet time. We do we do quiet time, my daughter. where She doesn't have to necessarily sleep, but, like, you need to just go reset for a little bit. So he needs a yeah. nice, like, quiet time. When's the NBA All-Star break? February. Okay. Yeah, let him take quiet time then. Let him, you know, bring a couple books to bed. You know, he gets a, he gets a good hour, and then he's refreshed. He's ready to yeah. go. Give him yeah. a mouse a cookie. What, yeah, that's what John and I do after every podcast. I'm like, I'm really sleepy. He carries me to bed from a. Uh, Tucker Man, downstairs. it's the cutest thing ever. Wow. Kissing me on the mustache. I brush his mustache. Yeah. <laughs> um, me a playboy. I'm thinking back now. It's like, how does Tyrese Maxey's? How does his career transition? Because like, right now he's like the lovable point guard on the team everyone thinks he's like cute he's got the million dollar smile and everything like at one point that has to go away right you can't be like the 33 year old like cute you know million dollar smile point guard at one point like now i'm kind of getting worried about tyrese maxi because like yeah i guess he's he's got to like find a new area of likability. maybe he just like becomes like a beer guy like an outwardly known beer dude just like after a game it's just cracks an ipa and he's like it's just it's just getting off the shift man just taking taking the load off (laughs) Like, and once he hits 30s, dude, the cuteness. He could probably ride the cuteness till about, like, 26. I, dad I know after working in the cubicle thinking that he's walking, like, uphill both ways. Like, he's the mailman or something like that. But really, <laughs> yeah, he, just, yeah. like, he just sold insurance or, like, gutters for, like, eight hours and came home. And he's basically, like, clocking out of retirement in the next two years. So, Yeah, he like sits that. in his recliner chair, has his wife untie his new balances. He said, I had a long day, hon. Long tough day, day. Daniel. <laughs> tough day. Yeah, tough day. Not the NBs. <laughs> tough day at, at Mass Mutual. <laughs> you, you guys um did you guys catch a picture of uh of the new eagles offense coordinator yeah yeah man he couldn't look more like the guy you just get paired up with at golf when you and two of your buddies go 
and he, that's the guy every time, dude. And that guy wants to be your friend. I know there's a guy that lives a mile from me. I know that because he told me at a local course here in Jersey. And he wanted us to be like best friends. I met him that day and he played a terrible round of golf. That's that guy. The horse face guy, killer. Yeah, guy's also named Kellen. Could you, I mean, yeah. guys, name your kids better, people. Come on. See, that, sure, goes, back to, that goes back to Super Bowl party guy. Because you'll meet the one guy who wants to buddy buddy with everything. You're either, you know, going with your girlfriend and your girlfriend's friends and stuff. And then the new guy who's in the in the group now, he's a new guy, he's one of the girls' new boyfriends or one of the girls' Ooh. new husbands, and he wants to be buddy buddy because maybe he just moved here or you know, he feels uh, it feels like a fish out of water right now. And then you want to watch the football game and he wants to talk about like T Swift. And yeah, he looks like more like an investments guy. Like he's going to try to get you in early on something. By halftime, I'm going to have you putting down half your 401k. But are you, are you maximizing your 401k? Are you, are yeah. you doing 6000 a year? You know, it's free money. I'm using all 401000 of it. I don't know how they work. <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting shorts in the wintertime vibes from them, dude. Like the guy who just needs you to know that I actually don't even get cold below the waist. That's just not in my nature. But uh, I imagine you are. You're probably a little chilly right now. Yeah. Is that what you're getting from Kellen Moore? You're getting I shorts? Think so. guy I'm getting shorts. In the, but they're like not, you know, basketball shorts. They're like the nice polo, you know, sit just below the knee shorts. No, I think he's I think we got Roback and uh, some nice Dockers. Uh Slacks. Yeah, his wife his wife dresses him for sure. Yeah. Wow. That's a guy who he married because he's just like, yeah, look at that. <laughs> you think that's shorts guy in winter? Dude, when you're when your chin <laughs> yeah, connects dude. directly to your collarbone and you're not obese, you're doomed. You're like, I'm you're, telling you, dude. Kelly, uh, Matt, he's wearing gloves in yes. link. Glove. Look at it. He's look he's wearing glove. He's wearing one glove. <laughs> that's Who's what he these guys do. The top half, they keep that shit bundled up. He's going to wear a hoodie with a jacket over top and a pair of gloves and a beanie. But down below, when you get below the PP and balls range, that guy's got shorts on and he needs you to know. With no-show socks, by the way, might I add. Craig, can we get a, a, a bottom profile of Kellen Moore, maybe a full-side picture yeah, of him in the uh, in the wintertime? You know, yeah, he's he's loaded up. Let's see him. <laughs> Matt, you, you never played football, correct? Well, you didn't watch the game last night, so I'm going to say you probably never played football. I will um, say I watched more games than John did last night. I've been letting this slide as a good friend, but I know for certain I watched most more games. Yeah, I'm busy being a parent, man. I'm busy raising the youth of America, uh, dude. Excuses. We didn't tell you to have the fucking kid. You think that Bubble Guppies <laughs> is going to watch itself? No, I got. I'm dedicated, dude. Ask me I what I think that that, that Zoomy is going to do in the next episode of Bubble Guppies. I got. I got some inside scoop. I don't know, dude. You're going to watch a Nickelodeon broadcast of this rule, aren't you? I, I did. I watched one game on a sun, on a Sunday because it's like I don't get the TV anymore. So it's usually me watching football on my laptop until the Eagles come on, and I put one of those on, and it was pretty sweet. I got to tell, I'm cheap. My daughter didn't give a shit about it, but the nostalgic dork in me was like, "They're sliming people in the crowd. This is incredible." <laughs> Dude, the poor guy who was just like flicking around while he's high as shit and doesn't follow football and came across that game had to be absolutely terrified. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> it's happening. Just some guy who's like on a Sunday just smoking. It comes across one of those like Nickelodeon broadcasts and he's uh, like, no way, dude. No. I've wanted this my whole life. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. The Kellen Moore prediction of that guy wearing wearing jean shorts is is one of the worst predictions ever thrown out on this podcast. And we throw out a lot of bad a bad uh, analysis <laughs> predictions on this podcast. 
I'll tell you, dude, just let, just give him a season. You're going to see it. It's going to be like January 4th and he's rocking a pair of just Perry white shorts. But they're cut off. It's like how Belichick cuts the sleeves off the hoodie. He's got their slacks when he was given them by the Eagles organization, but he cuts them into shorts himself. Bingo. (laughs) (laughs) I actually, I actually do. One of the guys who is um, Cliff off season all the time is Jason Kelsey. He was in. That makes uh, sense. He was in Tuna Bar the other day. Flip flops. I mean, one of the nicest restaurants in the city. Yeah. Like two hundred dollars a plate. Flip flops. Dude sweatshirt. Um, yeah, that's just him. flexing your ability to do something like that. You know what I mean? Like, I bet you he wasn't doing that ten years ago when he wasn't the Jason Kelsey he is now. Well, no, ten years ago, yeah, it would have been pre Super Bowl. So I, I don't know. No, this dude has always been kind of a, 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 a an everyman, a meathead. Um, I mean, there's pictures of him back in the day here. There's just him at Tuna Bar in the uh, in the dude sweatshirt and uh, and some flippy floppies right there. Now, is there any chance that he realizes, you know, that his career is either this is last year, last year coming up and he's starting to set up for his next venture of like OnlyFans feet picks. So he's doing very <laughs> like subtle out in the wild, kind of like check these things out, man. You might want to get a closer look one day. These guys got to make money. They got a lot to pay for. I mean, he he would kill it in the uh, in the gay market. He would kill it in the bear the the bear market. I mean, he is a perfect bear. I think that's kind of what um, helps his charm in a way. Yeah, is that he's he's great for women, and then he's also great for for gay men who love bears. Like him, Seth Rogen is a big one like that. Uh, who's that guy? That you you would put Seth Rogen and Jason Kelsey in the same category of bear as bears? Not in this, yeah, as bears, big guy, big hairy guys. Oh yeah. I think Seth Rogen's more otter, if you ask me. Huh. Well, if we're if, think, we're if we're if we're classifying in, uh, in in different species, I would say he's probably more fox. Rogan. He's got a fox vibe. Yeah, I don't know. Chris Pratt, I feel like he's a good bear. Before Man, he got you, hot, you're no, you're before he got, your hot, before he got hot. Look at yeah, that. before he's hot, we're talking. Yeah, that's. <laughs> That that picture could have been at Woody's. I don't know. Now, like, now bring up a bring up a shirtless picture of Seth Rogen, and we'll compare. Do they exist? Is that legal on the internet? That sounds terrifying. I feel like I'd be able to smell the picture if I saw that. Dude, are we just not a pro Seth Rogen. Uh, I, no, I'm pro. I want I want Jason Kelsey to start adopting a Seth Rogen laugh. <laughs> I don't know the way Matt just came at Seth Rogen's throat. I mean, Jesus. I'm not what a Seth Rogen. Look at that. Look See, at that, different. No, nah, different animal altogether. That's GameStop body, dude. Yeah, that's, that's GameStop body. No way. Yeah. That's like a that's a seal. There's pro athlete bear, and then there's just neighborhood dad bear. That's what that is. That's pretty funny. Your audience was expecting like sports talk, and then me and John come on, we're just looking at shirtless dudes. <laughs> like, yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing to talk about right all now. All right, now can we look up more of Zach Efron shirtless? Let's just really get into it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like Kelsey, but I, I, I got a feeling that he's going to pop up somewhere else and the love for him is going to fade in the city. And I don't want to see that happen. There are already some people who are very upset that he's supporting his brother. And I think once again, it has to go back to Taylor Swift and the fact that Taylor Swift is 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 uh, taking over Chiefs Kingdom. Um, people didn't like that he was going nuts during the Bills game last week. People didn't like that he was on the field last night telling Travis Kelsey to finish this motherfucker. People just really, really, really—it's the mouth breather portion of the of the fan base that just like can't understand that like Jason Kelsey's not some like 
God and he doesn't like go to his kingdom in the sky after games and stuff. Like he just right. like, takes the trash out like regular people. He raises children. He 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 eats a tuna bar. Um, people can't realize that. They think that he should be like all Mr. Eagle all the time. And it's like, well, that's your that's your flesh and blood right there, buddy. Yeah. He does look like a guy that would bring his own tuna to tuna bar. Like he would just show up with <laughs> just multiple cans and be like, you guys, you, you supply the fork. Is that how this works? <laughs> What's your tuna policy here? Yeah. <laughs> He's albacore up at all times. dude. But they, people also forget that he is just a big brother when it really comes down to it. I've, per- I've never had a big brother myself been searching for one my whole life. And it's like, I would love that energy of my big brother coming up to me and telling him, telling me to finish these motherfuckers off. Even if he was just talking about like a plate of wings, but I fucking got this dude. <laughs> Sucking fingers, crying. Dude. Yeah. All I've tried to be to Matt from the moment that I met him was his big brother. And it couldn't be more of, I'm just a weird uncle is what it comes <laughs> out to. Yeah. A lot of touching, a lot of feeling. Yeah. It's probably going a little South that way, dude. I mean, no speaking surprise. of wings, how many times have we watched the Sydney Sweeney hot ones this weekend? Oh brother. You Clips. have, the algorithm knows what I like. How many bookmarks on the old Twitter there, Matt Peoples, of the Sydney Sweeney memes? Look, I don't want to give an exact number or anything, but it's 13. Uh, so, dude, that was what I saw just the notification pop up. I don't think I've dropped anything quicker in my entire life. I mean, and he dropped then the his actual scene, girlfriend. He was holding her. He said, Oh, ew. Yeah, I was nursing at that point. <laughs> I had to put her down. But uh, I went on that. Dude, it was like the second she goes in the last wing and doesn't even react to it. I mean, hello. How we doing? Good to see you. That's tell you want to talk about whittling a duck. The, uh, I mean, show me a show with more range that can go look at shirtless pictures of Jason Kelsey, shirtless pictures of Seth Rogen. Yeah, we and cover it all. Up Sydney Sweeney on hot ones. I mean, it's just she doesn't even react, dude. The last wink, she doesn't react to like the, the real hot one that they give. She just takes a bite and then just goes steady for like a minute straight. Now it does kick in, but you're looking at a hot woman handling the hottest wing on the planet. I truly started sweating and almost fainted. It unlocked a new thing for you. Like, turns out I'm into chicken eating. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It was unbelievable. Dude, I wanted to actually run. Let me run a theory by you. All right. Yeah, go ahead. So the Sirianni thing where he's almost like not doesn't have any responsibilities, but has Mm -hmm. a job. Is he getting like kind of Sam Hinkied when they brought in the Colangelos? Where they're like, we're just going to bring in some more experience around you so you don't have to be, you know, weighed down too much. He's like, definitely, like, he definitely got neutered. There's no doubt. Like, how we yeah. and Jeffrey Laurie are calling the shots. Um, how would you, comp- I wouldn't compare it to the Colangelos because that was just like the NBA's doing. That was like, that was so much oversight that it was insane. Right. That uh, that was allowed to even happen. Um, but I guess if, if your other 31 owners complain, you know, long enough that, uh, that you kind of have to give in, which is funny because you can just look at Oklahoma city thunder and they haven't done anything and they've stocked picks and stuff for the last 15 years. But Hey, who wants to talk about that? Not me. Uh, yeah. Not, not the know. Pistons or anything, dude. Yeah. Nobody wants yeah, to talk the about Pistons. that. Yeah. Do, do what I say. Not as I do. Um, yeah. so it's kind of bullshit. I, I don't know if I have a good comparison. Um, it just you could argue so weird, with Jason Garrett, Jason Garrett kind of got neutered the Cowboys right. before he left. You know, I just think it's a really weird hire to to hire Kellen Moore because like what if what if the Eagles go to the Super Bowl, the offense looks awesome, does Kellen Moore just leave? Like yeah. and then you just you're back yeah. to one like we were That's this what's year. scary. Yeah, this this is just this is an audition for him essentially yeah. next year. Like 
like I liked Vic Fangio because he's been around the block. He's probably not going to get another head coaching job. So that's fine. So if he's good, they'll keep him and stuff. And, you know, you do need someone with a scheme who's, you know, new and, and stuff and, and someone who's, you know, uh, offensively really good. And Kellen Moore has been everywhere he's gone. Um, it just doesn't make sense from a, uh, a situational side where it's like, I, I do honestly think next year we could be talking about Kellen Moore potentially taking over for Nick Sirianni's job. I mean, the, the, the Eagles hired, uh, the Eagles uh, interviewed him in 2021. So it's not like they haven't had interest in him for the head coaching job before. Right. That's what I thought. I thought it's kind of looking like a give him like eight games. And then if it still looks like uh, they just said, all right, you're you're number one now. Nick's out. Like, I, I wouldn't be shocked if that's how it goes. I mean, could you imagine if John was like, hey, I want to test you. I want to test out a couple co-hosts on the pod, Matt, if you want to like. Uh... Actually, Kyle, if you're not doing anything tomorrow night, um, Matt, you can you can get out for a second. Uh, sure. If you could just if you could come on like Matt, go, for a little bit. Go shave your balls. Men are talking. <laughs> Dude, we can make it work. I'll just have Kyle sit on my lap during it, and I'll just do like the arms for the podcast. He can talk and do. I'll hold the mic. I'll be back there. We can make this work. I don't know. Nah, it, yeah, it just seems like it's fishy. I don't know. I think it's kind of like uh, I was just looking at it like the Sam Hankey thing, just like bringing in somebody so you could slowly push the current guy out. And I was just getting similar vibes. So I don't know. Yeah, but you yeah. need that. Like you need somebody. There, there has to be a fire lit under his ass. So it's like. Yeah, bring in the his best possible replacement, literally sitting next to him. Like that would drive me every day to be like, "Fuck, I got to figure out how to win." Like, or else really? this guy's taking my job. I look at it that way. All right, That's nuts, dude. You, your wife's gonna bring in just a hotter guy. I'm like, you're just gonna hang out in like the foyer. He's just gonna be around if we need yeah. help with anything. Yeah, he, he does the yard. He's yeah. you know, he's a nice guy. We hang yeah. out every once in a while. That light I told you to fix six months ago that still hasn't been fixed. Yeah, he's gonna go fix that and stuff. But he's gonna be he's gonna be staying around. He's gonna be sleeping in our in our bed between us. But you know, don't mind him. He's just gonna be doing push ups yeah, down in the living room. If he's, I know. will say I've never I feel a lot like Sirianni because there's tons of projects in my house where I've started them and I was like, I got this. I'll figure it out. And then it's just me reluctantly telling my wife, we gotta call an electrician or we gotta yeah. call a plumber. Like, also don't go in the bathroom downstairs. It's so I feel it. <laughs> I'm fucking useless. The only reason why I need to get rich one day is because I need to be able to hire just people to come in and fix things. Because I am, I am useless. I, I'll, I'll fix a, I'll fix a bulb. I'll get something on the top shelf. That's it. Bulb. That's it. <laughs> I'm just picturing you with a hammer and a screwdriver up with a light yeah. bulb. Like, all right, you got this. <laughs> yeah, I'm seven bulbs. Like I broke seven bulbs last week just because I used a hammer and screwdriver. That's why, dude, the home ownership, you can't own a home. You got to rent, dude. I've been renting for years, and I uh, i had to call in a guy one time because I poured uh, beans down my garbage disposal, and it clogs it up. I thought it could take beans. Really? And I had to call yeah, I had to call in a maintenance guy to come to my apartment, and he's like, did yeah. you do you put Who beans in here? How many like, beans? How many remember, cans dude. are we talking about? No, We're talking a full can. can. So one can, that's a bad thing. 32 ounces. How many beans? Like, are we talking about, are we talking Pinto? Are we talking black? Are we talking... Uh, yeah, they're talking refried, for garbanzo per square bean. You're talking, we're talking about. I don't know. We're talking garbanzo. We're talking pinto. We're talking black beans. Jelly, beans. <laughs> jelly <Yeah>. beans. Jelly beans. <laughs> That's just strictly my diet. Just black beans and jelly beans. I eat like a Mexican third grader. Did you feel like less of a man? Yeah, dude, but that's a-okay because the job got done. I just had to explain to him, like, yeah, my roommate made beans the other night. I don't know what the hell that was about. And dumped them down there. You blame the roommate. It's the go-to man. But how do you guys I mean, feel about the Eagles' future? We got about five more or four more minutes left. Um, how do you feel about the Eagles' future going out after we just talked about Nick Sirianni being neutered? 
Uh, what do you think? I, what, what the f- we can't edit this out, John. Look, some of us have day jobs we're holding on to <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> quit, quit, quit. This is my uh, lunch break. Um, on, I worry that this it. is like, I worry that this is kind of like the peak has been reached. You know, like it's not one of those teams where you're like, we're, we're almost there. It's like you got to a Super Bowl. You're within a score of winning the Super Bowl last year. You're in the playoffs again. You're in the playoffs the year before. Like, I worry that like the bell curve is kind of on the way down just because of the hecticness and you know a lot of their best players are towards the end of their career but they do have you know the young guys they drafted from georgia and stuff but i don't know it's a little it's a little funky i'm a little i'm a little nervous but i wouldn't be surprised if they just fucking won the super bowl next year so it's <laughs> yeah, either it's either over every, every irrational eagles fan just came through people's right there <laughs> i think I'm i agree with yeah, that, they win the super bowl next year that's really good yeah as a city, we got to go disappointed dad whose 30-year-old son is still living at home. And we're like, you got to get your shit together or you're just out of here. So I think we need to put the pressure on as a city and just really, you know, double down. And as a city that is known for telling coaches to go fuck themselves pretty easily, I think we got this. So yeah. I think the Eagles are going to be all right. But I think us as a fan base, we need to step up. Does Nick Sirianni make it past week six? No way. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> Put it on the books. I'm saying he's fired. I think they're two and four. And he's I think you could get him on here week seven. I think he's going to be very available Monday morning, week seven. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he won't have that WIP hit to go on because he'll be fired. He'll be sitting in uh, Haddonfield or wherever the hell he is in Jersey. and uh, He's going to be sleeping on a pile of his ironic the- T-shirts. Just fucking... Yeah. <laughs> He's the next Doc Rivers, dude. He's gonna get a media media job for like four weeks, and then just go steal one from a steal coaching job from somebody else. Oh, I miss Doc, him, dude. The that snake, was awesome. dude. No, that was way. awesome. That move was so good <laughs> that I actually almost missed him. It's the craziest. It just like uh, like what was he the mentor or whatever to the guy, and then eventually yeah, like consulting the coach and consulting the organization, and just like getting to the point of consulting where you go to the organization and you're like, actually, I should do this now that I think about it. Crazy. Fellas, I appreciate you coming on. Um, thank you. Uh, go follow Matt. Go follow John. John doesn't have a Twitter. Matt has a Twitter. John's on Instagram and Matt's on Instagram. But follow That Rules podcast. You can get on YouTube, wherever the podcast uh, you listen and everything. I appreciate Most you guys. recent episode featuring Kyle Pagan from Crossing. Oh, yeah. We actually, yeah. We were, I was just on with him uh, last week. So go check that out on YouTube and uh, wherever you get podcasts. Appreciate it, fellas. Hey, thank you, man. Thanks, dude.